0: Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. We're here with Leslie Waldron, otherwise known as Wild Country Woman. In possibly, I think, the smallest recording space ever, Laura, would you care to give a little description of what we're
1: up to and where we are? I would love to. Um, So I'm here, drink in hand. The three of us are squashed into a (laughs) poolside changing room. (laughs) So anyone who's having their cups of tea on the other side of the swimming pool can see like six feet, Mm. but have got no clue that this is what we're doing right now so goodness knows what anyone thinks on the outside <laughs> and the, the reason there is
0: good reason oh, yes. for it yeah the reason for it being it, it is actually tipping it down outside yes. not that we mind that but we did think that phones might and and electric devices recording devices might so we the best place was for three people to all um squeeze into <laughs> a changing room leslie have you managed to compose yourself i'm not sure
1: i'm going to stop laughing about this for some time i think it's lucky you know us <laughs> <laughs> because we've very weird if this was our first introduction, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hi, Leslie. We'll just dive into
2: a changing room if you don't mind. Well, I do quite like finding interesting ways of escaping yeah. from the rain
0: mm. because rain is rather a feature of my job, really. yeah, it's nicely done there, Leslie. Mm. I like that a lot because your your business, I just adore you're someone who just encompasses outdoors, being well being healthy and laura you've you've
1: enjoyed Leslie experiences as well, haven't you? I have yeah. Can I just add one minor footnote in case someone's wondering? Because this is what I would wonder. We have all got our clothes on. (laughs) Just want to put that in there. Just in case you're wondering. Because we are very professional. We've never interviewed anyone naked. Although now I've said that, we might have to. Laura, next week. Um, (laughs) Yes, I have. I've been out... Well, I learned how to run with Leslie, basically from never ever wanting to or having any inclination to run. I um, met Leslie, she said she had a running group I could come along for free, and that yes she would not leave me behind like miles behind and absolutely true to form. Um, Yeah, she really supported me. So, Leslie, tell us a bit more about what you do. I always think you sit quite nicely
0: almost between a personal coach and a personal trainer and a life coach. I'm sure you'll do a better job than me. Tell (laughs) us what you do. Um, So, I call myself a women's health
2: and fitness coach. So, I came into working with women through fitness. I'm qualified as a personal trainer, but what I really loved always was the outdoors and the fact that being outside gives you... Um, triple the benefit of being in a gym because you get the fresh air, you get to be outside in nature Um, and I run community classes so I really enjoy getting women together because I think when you get a group of women together it makes everything better because we love and support and encourage each other where we are So I run fitness classes, beginner-run coaching groups and classes, and I also run, um, do one-to-one work with women as a health coach, so encouraging women to make long-term sustainable changes to their health, particularly working with women in their 40s and beyond, helping them understand a little bit more about their hormones and how they can optimise their health to support themselves
0: through the perimenopause and beyond. Now I, I'm such a big fan of Le- Leslie's work. I really, truly am, and I know you are as well, um, Laura. But th- one of the many things I love about you is that you you are you live and breathe your brand. You're so kind in all that you do. You're so compassionate in what you do, and you're so enthusiastic. And I often say I'm channeling my sort of inner Leslie because there's always <laughs> a little voice that's saying, you know, just be kind, or just go outdoors, just take, you know. And it's just it's great to have that that little voice reminding you. Of, differences that you can make to your well-being and it's well-being I think really that's key Well-being is absolutely
2: key and um, and I always think that I've succeeded if somebody has got they're like a little leslie sitting on their shoulder Mm -hmm. but it's not really me it's it's their own (laughs) inner kind voice that's sitting on their shoulder and reminding them that it's okay to look after themselves and it's okay to take the time to have an afternoon nap if you really need it or it's okay i noticed you're
1: looking at (laughs) Faye then (laughs) (laughs) has she been slacking yeah (laughs) <laughs>
2: or you know or just to, to sit down and do nothing um when life is really really hectic um and that actually being kind to yourself sometimes it can mean going out for a walk or a run or going to an exercise class or sometimes it is about that relaxation booking yourself a massage and that kind of thing and I and this has become such a core part of what I do that I now run these um seasonal um wildly well woman retreats which you had the mm. pleasure of coming along to once Faye and which really for me tries to bring together everything, a little bit of the movement and fitness as well as that looking after yourself um aspect which I just love.
1: And this is mega timely isn't it, you know, because we are right in the thick of all things Christmassy and if you're like me you're running behind and haven't done a single card yet you know or you're trying to find inspiration or you've probably set a list of things you'd really like to do and ideals and it's easy to get yourself in a bit of a pickle when it comes to all of them and that's just it, We're, we are in that sort of final furlong almost mm. in the run up to Christmas and
0: I think it's quite easy at this point to kind of lose impetus, you might yeah, have started yeah. out with great intentions, you might have made a bit of inroads on your on your Christmas to do list but then you, you dare
1: to take your foot off the gas yeah. and this is in the, the this difference sp- between Faye and I, she started <laughs> and has had a little <laughs> afternoon nap yesterday <laughs> I have not started and need a kick up the arse <laughs> you know me so well this is the difference we're we're quite good pair we don't have all bases covered because neither of us has done everything but you know
2: between us (laughs) that makes me feel better i haven't done it all either but you know what i do when i have when that when you feel that kind of surge of anxiety when you when you particularly if you have a conversation with somebody who um has already done it all and wrapped all their presents and written all of their cards and it, it can just make you It's really possible to make yourself feel really bad in that moment. And I turn it around. So I just say, do you know what, it's okay. All that matters is my presence. So all that matters is that on Christmas Day, I sit around the table with people I love. And if I don't get the perfect gift for everybody, and if I haven't written all of the cards to every great aunt and uncle out there, um, and I have an enormous step family which I treasure, but I very rarely write to. Um, and then it's okay because actually I've got my health, I've got my children, and I've got some, I've got some fun. Somebody will get, people will get something, and if they don't, maybe I'll do it in January. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, but it's, it's really, I live a life I feel of such privilege. I get to do a job I really love. I've, I'm surrounded by my family. I've got a roof over my head. That's what really matters. And so sometimes you can just steps slightly away and go well actually maybe next next year I can do a slightly better job but you know act, not beat myself up about it there's no point in feeling rubbish is there no yeah.
1: no
0: none whatsoever
1: and I think also what I quite like about what you said there is I am not a huge shopper and I'm not a massive fan of all this sort of commercial Good, side yeah. which I know is like oh yes blah 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 that won't cut the mustard with children perhaps but but um I actually have thought, because we're just doing Secret Santa, so just buying for one other grown-up in our family, except for partners. But actually, it's given me the space to think about what I would like to write in a really nice card yeah. to some of my nearest and dearest. And actually, not just write, Happy Christmas, love from... <laughs> but actually, just to try and put a little message in there, because um, I probably don't tell them enough. Yeah. And it it's, feels much nicer to say something like that than to just find them a random gift that I think they might like. So that's what I'm going to try and do with my time. And it also means it doesn't matter if I do it right at the last minute, because I can still write something nice in right up to Christmas Day.
0: The weather and the lack of light, I think, at this time of year can also be a real challenge. And we've joked, yeah, yesterday I did slope off and (laughs) had a nap because I thought, "I, I can't cope with it anymore. And I'm someone who I would consider to be not necessarily affected massively by the weather. But we're not getting much light at the moment it's we've had quite a few grey days Mm. and to coin one of my mum's words I just needed to hunker down I just needed to chuck a blanket over me read a few pages of a book and just say be done with you today I'm wearing a a summer (laughs) dress a summer (laughs) maxi dress I've re-emerged as a butterfly I think yeah (laughs) and because I, I've uh, and I hunkered down yesterday and today I can wear my summer dress. But what advice do you have, Leslie? For it is a challenging time of year. There's yes. lots of grey skies. We're lacking in light, yes. and that does affect our mood. It massively affects our mood. And I think what you did just yesterday was absolutely ideal.
2: You gave yourself the time and space to hunker down, and you could, as you say, re-emerge. But the other thing is, is that even on the greyest day, when you get outside, even if it's pouring down with rain, when you get outside. The daylight is still brighter usually than the brightest indoor light. Mm. So it will still send the signals that our brains need to tell us that it is daytime, which will then end up helping us with going off to sleep at night. So spending time outside, and it doesn't have to be very long. So, say you're taking the kids on the school run or to preschool or whatever. If you allow yourself, if you've dropped them off before you get back in the car, back on the bike or whatever you allow yourself to be outside to look up at the sky even on the greyest day feel that sense of 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 fresh air of the sky above you the sky is big even when it's gray and cloudy so you give yourself a sense of space rather than being oppressed by i'm waving my hands around and this is a podcast but this is what (laughs) i do you know Um, just you know you can just imagine that um yeah, so I think that can be really, really helpful. The other thing is, is to find other ways that lift you up. So it, which could be about putting on really
1: loud, exuberant music. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I'm a fan of this. Yeah. yeah, I love I do it. Yeah. And especially when I'm driving into work, the last sort of 20 minutes, I deliberately choose to play some music quite loud Yay. on my way in. So I arrive not frazzled from listening to the news, which is what I naturally tune into that I've listened to anything from, I don't know, Joan Arma Trading is what I listened to this morning, a bit of Slade, but not the obvious song. Um, and it just, yes, yeah, just total pumps you up.
2: Yeah. And it takes your brain into a completely different yeah. place, doesn't it? Because you you feel pumped up, it gets some happy hormones going. If you're at home in the kitchen or, or, or wherever, or even in the office, depending on what your colleagues are like, you can do a bit of dancing around and get moving. And getting moving is the other thing as well. So even if it is you just get up from your desk or get up from wherever you are and do 10 squats, you've got mass- of great the biggest some of the biggest muscles in your body moving and it just sends some blood around and it just gives this really nice message that you're looking after yourself so literally getting up from your desk and taking ten squats could be could actually be a mood changer
1: I look forward to doing that over where the kitchen is at work
0: (laughs) colleague's doing it as You're well and everybody will cheer up my
1: biggest muscle <laughs> i know i, I was just
0: remembering that as well i'm gonna remember <laughs> squatting i like that but it's good though mm. yeah i want to add as well that you can hear now possibly a bit extra splashing cause I think the rain is Oh, really yeah. coming down and so the, the swimmers out there are really really enjoying it I love all of that we like swimming in the yeah, rain don't we, we do. oh, yeah swim in the
2: rain is, mm. is,
0: is quite a special thing to do mm. as well but
2: you know it's not something that you can necessarily fit into the hectic pre-Christmas world I think and it is so hectic and that we can end up thinking about these long to-do lists and things that we've got to do and we end up losing ourselves a little bit in the pre-Christmas um, in the pre-Christmas time so one of the other things I say is the power of the breast just taking one long, deep breath in, holding it for a couple of seconds and a really long, slow breath out. So that if you're re- if you're feeling really stressed and anxious and overloaded, just a long, and you, you don't really want to get up and do squats in the office in front of everybody, then that long, slow, deep breath can be a way of just letting your um,
0: nervous system know that it's okay to relax and chill. And what about, um I heard Chris Evans and I thought it was a wonderful piece of advice he was chatting this morning about you can quite easily feel very overwhelmed at this point in the year when it comes to Christmas and he said right give yourself some time out go and write down five things just five things that you need to do circle them and those five things no one is allowed to interrupt and those are the five things that you are going to do. And if you manage to do those five things, then you can add another five things. And I thought, I love that I like advice. That I yeah. like that, you know. And it was almost just the way he was saying it that I thought it makes it feel more gentle mm. and more doable.
1: I like. I do like that. And that is definitely the way to crack a task. But I also just say, like Leslie said, right at the very beginning, be kind to yourself. Mm. You know, I've got a little one who's had the lurgy. Literally every time she's been due to go to nursery and I've been meant to do something, been one thing after another and actually i've just had to let those things go i have had circled tasks that no one's meant to interrupt but we all know that sometimes kids especially that just doesn't that just doesn't happen it goes Mm. out the window so that being kind to yourself and going okay all right i'm gonna just have to do that deep breath that leslie's also Mm. mentioned because you can't always just let stuff go sometimes so what's your top tip leslie for christmas day
0: itself because christmas day can be Oh, it's another challenge. I think we're using the word challenge quite a lot here, but you've got family, you've got overexcited children, you might have a grumpy relative. There's lots of food, maybe there's alcohol and you're almost like you can get cabin fever i mean i i sense i'm i feel a walk coming on here leslie yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but what's your advice so getting outside i think can be massively helpful
2: where we live there is a field and woodland right next to the house and so i do try and drag as many people out with me as i can to go for a bit of a tramp in the woods but this is where those two things the deep breath and the and the being kind to yourself can happen help from the very beginning of the day so that if you start at the beginning of the day taking that deep breath I love I start nearly every day and um, just think, before I've even opened my eyes, thinking about all that I'm grateful for. And I always think Christmas Day is a really good day to start that. And that you can create a vision in your mind before the day even starts of what that successful day looks like. Not anticipating the grumpy relative or the children being wired and tired or somebody burning the turkey. But actually going, what, I'm going to have the most wonderful day. Everybody is going to, and it's going to be the best it can be today. So it's not about it being perfect so because perfection is really you know not real not real it's not real um and yet it can be a massive great big bat to hit ourselves around the head with Mm -hmm. so it's not about creating a perfect day but being kind to ourselves and going this day is going to be the best it can be for me and everybody else
0: i had this moment um yesterday where i I, I thought yeah i'm doing all right and now i I to take my my foot off the gas um and now all the jobs are ganging up on me again and those jobs have to be done Mm. you know we do still all need to eat on Christmas day and although I like to think that oh baked beans on toast will do if it has Mm -hmm. to do actually some people will be quite upset if it's baked beans (laughs) on toast on Christmas day there is a certain expectation Mm. um again what are your thoughts on it Uh, is it okay do one really long day or work when you when you've got the energy to do it I've I've actually, I make December, I cut, as you know, the freelance mum, I do an event nice and early in December, first week, get it out the way, we can all enjoy it, and create as much time as possible, and I've learned that the hard way, so I've deliberately, and I'm quoting mm-hmm. you now, Leslie, taken some things off my plate, so oh, that God. Christmas... And it is a it is a self contained task, Mm. and you know it's it's if you were to write down a sort of spider diagram right now, um, Christmas is a big fat leg, Um, Mm -hmm. and and that's how I sort of approach it in the run up. But what's your advice when actually a lot of these jobs need to be done and they need to be done by you? It is tough, isn't it? Like a lot of the responsibility
2: as a mum for organising these kind of things often falls on our shoulders, sometimes because we we want them to because we really we want to we want to organize the food we want to feel in control of that when sometimes we're not letting ourselves off the hook where we could but I think um, it is a matter of prioritizing and and working out what you can take off the plate to make space for the things that you that you've brought on to it that you don't want to let go of what can you delegate Um I had somebody talking in my Facebook group yesterday about coping with overwhelm. And her suggestion was you write a list of everything that's on your list and you decide whether you're going to do, dump, or delegate it. Brilliant. Brilliant. The three days. And I like that a lot. Yeah so you could you know if you can find a way of getting once you write things down it gets them out of your head and it makes it so much easier to cope with rather than all these whirling thoughts but if you can write them down and work out what it is that you have to do what you can delegate to
0: someone else and what you can just dump off that list because it doesn't need to get done right now that might help i'm someone as well who i i what's the word i'll do something i get really excited that i've Got something off the list, and then I'm like, Right, okay, now I'll embark on this. For goodness sake, Fade, is do you really have to put in this planning application before Christmas? No, you don't. <laughs> I sort of get a bit overexcited that yes. I put a tick on the list, and then I get a thing, Oh, I'll put something else on, you know. Mm. And I, I you said, se- Do you
2: manage to celebrate when you've done that big thing, though? Because I think that we don't always do that, we just move on to the next yeah. thing, but actually celebrating what celebrating that tick, going doing a little happy dance in your seat, um, or giving yourself a well done cup of tea, you know, yeah. actually mm. celebrating having having done that task rather than just going oh my god right done that brilliant well done off to the
0: next thing yeah I think you're right enjoy I think that's that
1: the tree is up sit and look at the mm. tree yes. <laughs> yes but it's true I mm. think I think that's a really good point mm. yeah on that note of do dump or delegate go on what are you going to do dump or delegate um gosh what am I going to do out of those things do you know I'm going to offer to help my mum actually I usually help peel the vegetables the day before but I shall get that offer in there because she shouldn't have it all on her plate she loves hosting but she takes on too much you're really kind. You've just added something to your list. Yeah, because I wasn't doing enough on actual Christmas Day. I realise, <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> That's, That's a good. positive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I've um, oh, I've recently
0: just delegated. Now this might not sound like much, um, but buying the Christmas crackers, my sister can buy those. Now I. W- had already overthought the Christmas crackers because I'm aware that we need to be so much more eco and you could make them yourself and da la la um, la. Christmas crackers were becoming an entity to themselves and actually I've just delegated it to my sister. That does make me feel much better. Um, done. 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 And I'm going to dump a few things that I thought I might just sneak onto my to do list and they can go onto the January one instead may i throw it back to you leslie
2: well I, mean, I for the last 10 years since i since i became a mum i have decided that we do christmas at home so we don't do we don't travel for christmas i invite the rest of the family but for well knowing that that's unlikely for them to come to us um and and that means that i on christmas day is really can just be about my small family my kids, my husband and my mother-in-law and that we, we we can do it as we want rather than needing to follow other people's traditions. And we can change what we do every year if we need to. And then we see family before and we see family afterwards but it's not about the big day itself which means that we don't need to obsess about some of the smaller things or get worried about the perfect table decoration because it's it's just us mm. we'll have a nice meal my husband always cooks christmas dinner so i delegated that that's about idea, five yeah. years ago yeah. and he loves doing it mm. so that's definitely um for the for the win and then we relax like properly just relax
0: i want to turn up to leslie's house yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the invitations there.
1: which relative do you want to be i'll be the other one <laughs>
0: I'll be the um, slightly sozzled aunt I think <laughs> listen Leslie it's been absolutely amazing hasn't it Laura I think it's been it possibly my favourite podcast um, if only for the fact of this
1: absolutely bonkers location <laughs> yeah. in a cubicle changing room and we're going to leave with our well kind of little mini Leslies on our shoulders yeah, which are. is a nice yeah. thing I feel chilled <laughs>
0: I, I do, applause.
2: thank you. But it's not really, Leslie, though. It's your own inner kind self. No, no, you no, know. I think you take it <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leslie, it's been a real joy. Thank oh, you
0: so much. And have a lovely you. Christmas. <laughs> it's been a pleasure standing in a swimming pool cubicle with <laughs> you. Thanks for listening to Freelance Mum. Remember, there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at
1: freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also meet lots of other freelancers. Subscribe, like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from. And join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you. Thanks for listening. Bye.